Hey kid, do you want to watch a zombie movie that's Romeo and Juliet, but it's Kurt and Julie? Get it? Kurt? Kurt Cobain? Do you get it? Sounds awful. Sounds terrible. Well, guess what? You're going to have to watch it now. No! You ready to talk some movies, Brennan? Yeah, okay. Well, let's go. Welcome to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm also Dan. Yeah, but just in a smaller form, but also Brennan. But also Brennan, yes. Yeah. We're a father and son duo that explores the latest blockbusters, classic genre films, and the schlockiest of Golden Age VHS rental store flicks in what, Brennan? In spoiler-heavy fashion. That's right. So buckle up. So if you're like, I really don't want to know the way that Return of the Living Dead 3 ends, (laughs) now's your warning. Yeah, so if you think you can go back and you can check out our episodes on Return of the Living Dead, the original and part two, they don't exist. Nope. Why don't they exist, Brennan? Well, because we never did episodes on them. Yeah, but I've tried to at least do Return of the Living Dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were going to do it. Wasn't that when the pandemic happened? No, we were going to do this one. Oh, we were going to do this one, yeah. So we had, okay, we had planned to do this. And it was March of 2020. Every, everybody's doing just fine. So happy. A little thing happened. And mm-hmm. we honestly sat down and said, maybe we shouldn't do a zombie movie while there's an actual viral outbreak. Because we felt it would be in bad taste. It would have been perfectly fine. It, it really would have. <laughs> but in the moment. We just were like, I don't know. It was pretty icky. It felt very icky. Yeah. Yeah. Even though this series is not really known for being virusy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The undead shenanigans happen due to not virus, but still spread like virus because zombie, Mm -hmm. you know, modern day zombie type thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But we didn't do the first one because Brennan has seen it. Yep. Of course I have. Brennan does not like it. I do not like it. Please explain to the dongles why you don't like it. All right. Well, first off, I haven't seen it in a while. So if I had recently rewatched it, I have a lot. I'd have a lot more hate to give out on it. But I don't like zombies that eat brains or they they go like brains or anything like that. I think that is super cheesy. That sort of trope, I think, is just dumb. I never liked it. I never liked it even before I knew that it came from Return of the Living Dead. I just didn't like it at all. And to see that that's what it was kind of all about. Ugh. And also, not always the biggest fan of, like, smarter zombies. Although the one calling the with the paramedic, like, does he say, like, <laughs> send more cops or whatever? Yeah, and, and send more paramedics. Send more, yeah. He does them both. Yeah, that's funny. That's actually pretty funny. But the whole eating brains thing. I mean, the practical, practical effects in it, really good. Barrel zombie, super awesome. Oh, Tarman? Yes. Known as. Oh, really? That's cool. So there are things to like, but overall, 
I'm like, that's my hot take. Okay. It's my zombie hot take. For me, that was my zombie movie. I saw that one at the drive-in. That's cool. And I was so excited. I I mean, it, that's why zombies are my favorite monster. Mm. And always have been. And And people may not understand. There was a time where... Yeah, zombies kind of picked up a bit, and they've always kind of been around, but they never were mainstream. They never really hit a level of, like, really good popularity. Popular amongst the horror community, for sure, and, you know, some critics here and there, but for the most part, you know, most people just into vampires and werewolves, whatever. And I always felt like zombies kind of got the shaft, and for me, I don't know, that was very, I was at the right age at the right time, you know for that movie Mm. and it really just hit me hard you know in my single digits life (laughs) at the time and that was it you know and i i still watch it on a regular basis and i love it and i was so excited to have brennan watch it (laughs) yeah and i watched it i was like "Ah, don't like it (laughs) yeah and i get what you mean with the whole brains thing and that was the origin of brains right i like other good zombie movies (laughs) But at least you you can at least appreciate it for other parts yeah. of it. Yeah. And I do think you should honestly give it a rewatch. Probably. It has been quite a few years. Part two, not really as well known. It doesn't really get watched as much. It was just kind of the black sheep, I guess. Hmm. For a long time, it does skew more kid-friendly in a weird way because it just involves children more and does a lot of the same things. You know, still you're trioxin going on Hmm. that kind of thing um has two of the same actors really playing different characters remember the old man and the the young kid that's working with them in the first one yeah it's those two guys and i'm telling you that's what this movie is missing because i don't know there's something it was funny because they're they even reference it at one point in time as they're both turning and Things are getting chaotic and they're doing the same shtick they did in the first one. And the one guy's like, this seems so familiar, like we've already done this before. So it was very self-referential that way. Um, It also isn't as good. (laughs) Yeah. Because, I mean, it does have more of that kid thing. It definitely leaned harder into the comedy aspect. Mm. For the first one, I feel like the comedy and horror... It's a mix, yeah. It's a good balance. Some of the comedy comes from the horror mm-hmm. directly, and that second one, not so much. You know, it's just like not all the jokes land, and mm. it feels like it's trying a little too hard at times. But I mean, decent enough zombie makeup doesn't seem like there's a lot, you know, because obviously probably didn't have a good budget. Right. Movies back then, notorious like, oh, what? This movie did good? Make a sequel, give it less budget. It needs to do better. Yeah. Because, duh, that's how you make a good sequel. Right. I mean, obviously. Stupid. It totally makes sense. But yeah, that one's fine. I mean, it's just, I, I think it's still kind of worth a watch anyway, if could, you like the first one. Could you give me a rating saying the word movie? Yeah, it's a movie. Okay. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, mini review. Which all leads us to this one. And this one, for me, not my first time watch, obviously. Yourself? first time okay last time (laughs) (laughs) so this was kind of a big deal i guess for me anyway i mean they really hyped it up in fangoria Mm. and 
you know, there was the, the centerfold image of Julia zombified. I mean, it's not a spoiler for anything because if you look anything up about this movie, it's going to be there. It's literally the cover on DVDs and probably the actual movie poster type of thing. I mean, they, they were really banking on it. And obviously, yeah, I had it up on my wall. It looked pretty neat. I mean, I put it up like before I even seen the movie mm. type of thing. Cause I mean, let's not even try to pretend about it because I mean, obviously they were using sexy zombie gal to sell their movie. It worked. Look <laughs> at you. <laughs> you were the target audience. I really was. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was in high school at the time. So mm. yeah, definitely yeah. target audience. And I definitely was like, totally going to watch this movie. And I did. I watched that movie many times. Is it unfortunate? Listen to this review. (laughs) Because we're going to talk about this movie. You have a lot to say. We certainly do. So now that we got all that out of the way, let's go to the IMDb info. So the synopsis is, according to IMDb, having recently witnessed the horrific results of a top secret project to bring the dead back to life, a distraught youth performs the operation on his girlfriend after she's killed in a motorcycle accident. No operation necessary. I mean, I guess you could call it an operation, but somebody actually operated in a medical sense. Yeah, it was actually very unsafe <laughs> how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> so this was directed by Brian Usna. Um, you probably don't remember that name, Brennan, but was involved with Reanimator and directed Bride of Reanimator, the sequel to Reanimator. He didn't direct the first one. But he was involved with it. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, so he has experience. He's got horror cred. He does. Usually, like, this name would come up, and you'd go, oh, oh, okay. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) It was written by John Penny, and let's get to some stars here. John Penny and his two-year-old son. (laughs) (laughs) The son wrote all the dialogue. (laughs) So the stars Kent McCormick, Sarah Douglas, Melinda Clark as Mindy Clark. And we'll just say uh, J. Trevor Edmund. That's probably good enough. Those are probably the most screen time people. Did these guys do anything cool? Um, Most people are acting to this day. To this day. Yeah. Hmm. Or at least involved in film in some way. Um, Except for uh, the guy who played Kurt. This uh, J. Trevor Edmund. Didn't make it very far in his acting career. But you know what? Still doesn't do a horrible job. I think everybody did fine just trying to deliver some of these lines and it's a low budget movie yeah but uh basil wallace who plays riverman fantastic look at him look at his picture on here big old smile yep that's a that's a man who's done some things yes how about we watch the trailer let's they vowed to stay together forever that their love would never die but their pledge remain untested problem when the boss's son remember until they went looking for a thrill and stumbled on the chilling fact let's proceed that even the dead can go on living they came back to life we gotta get out of here and tonight fate will put their promises <laughs> to the test <laughs> now that she's dead he's frightened to live without her but bringing her back is terrifying. <gasps> oh, God, Kurt, that was incredible. Let's do it again. Oh, 
Brennan, that was the trailer. Wow. Wow. Um, Dongles, you listened to the trailer, obviously, and um, hope everybody enjoyed that trailer because it was very trailery. Mm-hmm. My least favorite part of it was the part with uh, the movie in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since this was my pick, I am going to do the rundown. I'm for so it. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's two pages of notes, too. So, <laughs> oh, wow. And there, and since we watched it today, I didn't have time to transcribe my notes to being on the computer screen so raw raw notes raw hand written notes we haven't done this since the last episode just like the good old days huh kind of yeah <laughs> really like just typing them out though whatever so we start uh we've got this military lab place going on it looks and cheap it looks cheap but as they explain in the movie it is not a permanent location it really is claustrophobic I don't know. I don't think that's by design. I think it's by budget. It really feels like um, a knockoff set for like a low budget sci-fi show. It's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking like some sort of like Star Trek ripoff. Yeah. We need all these hallways on the spaceship. Yup. No detail. Minimal detail. They just have to not look anything like what is currently being done. And we're going to use the same corner over and over again. Yeah. We built this corner. That's my favorite. <laughs> Um, there, there were some doors and stuff that weren't the worst though. <laughs> yeah, but it still never, it never gave, uh, the, the right feel. Cause you're thinking like scary military experimental facility just never felt like it. It absolutely feels temporary though. I'll it, give it, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does feel very temporary. Um, they only had that warehouse for just a month, put the stuff there, had to get it out right away. And and later on in the movie, it really does feel like you're in a um, makeshift haunted house. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It really does. And that's one way to look at this. Um, there's some talk, too, with uh, military people, scientist people. There's a mention of an exos- exoskeleton program that's going underway. I wanted to watch that movie instead. Yeah. And then um, before we get too deep into the (laughs) military stuff, we have to cut to our teen couple, Julie and Kurt. And um, describe Julie and Kurt for us, Brennan. Well, when I first saw them, I was like, oh, these are the guys that are going to get killed right away. Like, they're going to go off. Oh, they're going to sneak in the facility. That's funny. And it keeps on cutting to them waking up a a corpse. Like, come on now. These guys are clearly just going to go in and die. And then it just, they don't. So... That was my first impression, was that, oh, they're dead meat. Uh, Julie, her fashion, very 90s. I'm really glad she got rid of that hat right away. And Kurt looked very generic. He looked like generic 90s boy. Yeah, very much so. Like, Same basic haircut basic as... Basic haircut, uh, yeah. You know, listen to our episode on Brain Scan. Yeah. Has the same haircut as uh, dude in that movie, mm-hmm. as just about every guy. Um, 
unfortunately me right now too <laughs> <laughs> no no it doesn't look no it's different it's still kind of the same it doesn't look bad at least <laughs> no i mean it's just very just whatever haircut it's just normal looking mm-hmm. but that was just kind of how it was just standard 90s haircut i hate it but anyway <laughs> you hear that dongles he hates the way his father looks That's i was true. making you watch all these movies so he would just warm up to my haircut <laughs> <laughs> you know you can always tell a jerk by their haircut Ooh, this guy has a jerk haircut Ah. Uh, uh, i'm gonna grow up my haircut like uh dude in day of the dead please don't <laughs> listen to that episode actually don't Ooh. <laughs> but Brennan's that would be whiplash honestly <laughs> little kid brennan yeah <laughs> uh, brennan does dispose his uh hair theory in that episode mm-hmm. where you can always tell a jerk by their haircut. every time yeah and i still stand by it it's all slicked back they're definitely evil <laughs> yeah so the, um anyways this uh this kid kurt he rides up on his motorcycle and he's got this key card with his dad's picture on it military key card because his dad mentioned earlier like he didn't know where it was and I, all i could think about was bill and ted you remember how ted's dad was looking for the keys the whole movie oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> wanted to be watching bill and ted (laughs) um but yeah so he spills the beans that there's going to be some test that they have to check out so they ride off together because they're they can't be late julie's all excited and they just kind of roll into this makeshift military base too because this dude's kid and they're like yeah whatever come on in yeah motorcycle kid and friend just don't go looking around, otherwise you're going to see, like, multiple, like, humanitarian crimes. I don't know where an office is in this place. I mean, <laughs> that would probably be, I mean, they probably have access to, what, a lunchroom, a office or two, a bathroom, perhaps. So I don't know why they would be like, come on, and kids start mucking around at night. The vending machine there. <laughs> But um, turns out that this is uh, a trioxin test that they're going to do. And trioxin is the gas that turns human beings into zombies and brings the dead, the already dead, back to life. Somehow. Somehow, because... They never really matter. explain it. does not matter. No, they, they bring it up. And this is an ongoing thing through uh, at least the first three movies. I never really bothered with any of the ones after this. There are more? There are more. Oh, oh ew. <laughs> um, what would you like to watch? Return of the Living Dead, Rave to the Grave, Brennan? Oh, Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> I just watched, like, some guy did some videos on YouTube. I wish I could remember who it was. That He just kind of, like, runs through them super quick and just kind of is like, what the hell's going on with these movies? There's another one, Necropolis. I don't really even remember anything about anything from watching those videos either so that must be really bad yeah but as they explain in here too um they have these barrels of trioxin gas which for some reason according to like the first movie night of the living dead actually happened that was a real incident and they explain further in this that they managed to capture the zombies and put them in barrels and it's not explained if they ooze gas out of them or if the gas keeps them docile. Doesn't really matter. They're just contained in a barrel. And then the first one, you know, 
gas gets out, turns people into zombies. That that's where the tar man comes from. So barrel zombies, thumbs up. Right. I don't think barrel zombies ever disappoint in these movies. No. Because they're always just kind of gross and slimy and fun. But it really makes you wonder, how did they get them all in barrels? I don't understand. It doesn't matter. I'm trying not to think about it even now. <laughs> because even in this, like they just used the gas from a canister with a zombie in it. Okay. But anyways. It's very loosey-goosey. <laughs> yeah, so the, the teens sneak in. And I, I like because they, they're on top of the set yeah <laughs> basically like a small window into this lab and you think like there's no sneaking around in this place you would hear every clomp every everything it would just be noisy as hell yeah because it's just holes in everything everything's made out of metal you even when they're walking around it's loud yeah but somehow they just sneak up into the ceiling to like peek in and julie makes a point of pointing out why is this glass here and they go, oh, it must be to, like, make it airtight. And did you see the glass at all? Yeah. Did you see that it was just screwed in with, like, deck screws? Yep. Or drywall screws? It looked really bad. <laughs> like, the screw wasn't even in straight. And I'm not trying to diss the set makers, but please do not, in your movie, ever point out really bad anything. Makeup effects, set design, don't point it out. Oh, you want me to look at how they're keeping all this gas in <laughs> yeah so anyways in this um in this lab area they've got like a couple guys in like hazmat suits or whatever and they take out this corpse and so it looks like sean connery's outfit from zardoz you know what i'm talking about no i've never seen that okay we have to <laughs> okay we're gonna take a break here and i'm showing brennan Sean Connery and Zardoz. That's a lot of Sean Connery. That's a lot of Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what you call body hair, son. <laughs> but yeah, so the zombie is like basically in that thing. I was reading on the IMDb trivia, and according to that, that guy was just like some homeless dude or whatever that they found, and he kept started making demands about being taken to the set in a limo. And stuff like closer it got to filming, <laughs> which I hope is true. I, I hope, hope that is true. I hope that guy ate up the budget because they're <laughs> like, we're not going to find a creepier looking dude. Yeah. Because this dude just looks like a corpse. I really hope they did get him a limo, too. <laughs> I hope so, too. I, I hope that was like the best time of his life. Yeah. And I hope he took that limo back, too, in full costume. <laughs> Yeah, so they string up this this uh, corpse. He's not undead yet. He's just dead. And they bring in the barrel, which has a zombie in it, because I don't know why they just don't have a bunch of gas, but whatever, movie. And <laughs> they they release some of the gas. They reanimate this corpse. And right away, probably because, I don't know. I don't know. Because Julie was talking at the time, but he notices them and becomes aware of their presence. And starts looking up and freaking out. You think that they would have known, like the government, like the scientist people would see that? I mean, I'm sure they've seen them do some weird stuff. Probably. This isn't their first rodeo, obviously. And so, I don't know. Dude's just like being creepy, freaking out. They got weird mouth guard in them, which you'll see a lot of when it comes to military zombies. Which, kind of a smart thing. Uh, and this yeah. whole time I'm like, this is pretty cool. This is like, 
interesting. Why don't they just like take their jaw off? I don't think they they want them off though. Oh, they still want them to like eat people. I think so. That could get out of hand. Maybe not. I don't know, but that's a good point that they could just not have them have mouths. Yeah, it'd be harder for them to. They do that in The Walking Dead too. Yeah, Michelle like, did that. Mm-hmm. Ah, so much cooler than this. Mm-hmm. So they 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 just want to turn these zombies into like. They want to weaponize them, basically. And so they reanimate this guy and they test a, a like a freeze bullet on him because he's got a target on his head. And if you know anything about the lore in these, this Return of the Living Dead, it's not a, you can't just shoot them in the head and they're dead. They just, no matter what, they just keep going. That's kind of what makes the first one so good is because there really is no hope because they have no means to dispose of them. Yeah, that's also part of why I didn't like that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I think that was like... I was like, oh, come on. This is ridiculous. There's like no way. It's just very kind of punk rock and nihilistic in that way. I can appreciate it more now. Yeah, that is kind of fun. It's also pretty cool because they're cool special effects shot you can do with that too. Like crawling hands, moving feet, just any sort of limb separated, still going at it. Yeah, and they kind of play that up a little bit in the second one more Mm. where like there's a severed hand and it has like it's basically intelligent oh sure like you can One flip of off the camera type of thing yeah and i don't know i don't know how i feel about that i like them just so, jiggling around yeah so that's a little cheesy yeah i don't but, want them like sentient that's good for evil dead yes evil dead yeah because that's a great not, example of that yeah because that's not that's not a biological thing mm-hmm. it's a supernatural thing right this is biological so whatever. Um, <laughs> but so they they put the freeze bullet in right in the dead center of the zombie's forehead and kind of freezes up a bit and it seems to work. Like he's he's done success. And they're like, yeah, we did it. Great job, everybody. High five. Let's go grab some beers at Applebee's and call it a day. But then one of the guys in there is just too stupid and removes the mouth guard and sticks his hand in there. And <laughs> of course... He's going to get his fingers bit off. Yeah. So now he's bit. He's bleeding all over the place. Chaos ensues. Julie's like was way into this too. Mm-hmm. She's kind of getting off on it. Like, Red flag. Like, oh yeah. Being dead would be so great. Red Don't flag. Don't you think? Absolute red flag. I'm not liking Julie at this point. It was like the opposite of in the first movie when the one lady's like, my biggest fear is like a bunch of like, old gross people grabbing me and i'm like oh okay so that's just gonna happen <laughs> it was like oh she, oh i love oh it'd be great to be dead oh yeah this is highly disturbing like <laughs> yeah when you're witnessing this saying those things yeah you know but just weird teenage fascination i guess yeah. with death and everything like that is being edgy too yeah it's kind of normal but like when you see a corpse reanimated and you're like oh my god so turned on right now yeah red Mm. flag you are correct yes um yeah so like just the whole situation in that room goes south real quick but military takes care of it um i mean i think that we got a barrel zombie there too because that gets out Mm -hmm. this whole like one room scenario is just nuts yeah all sorts of just not good happening gore blood yeah it's pretty fun i do like they're trying to load the gun too yeah this gun's like really inconvenient it looks like a 
like the real gun from a racer almost <laughs> like some big 50 cal yeah and then they got to load in like this blue goo bullet dart thing but then it's hooked up to like a air compressor tank so much work it really shouldn't be that much work yeah i mean i get that they're still working on it but shouldn't be that hard the military is way more efficient than this yeah because the military knows you got to take dumb people and have them operate stuff (laughs) yeah that's very true i mean there's plenty of smart people in the military operating stuff but you also need dumb people to do it i think the iq to get into the military it's you have to get an 80 or above on an iq test yeah that's like nothing 80 is like like a fifth grader is like an 80 but don't quote me on that 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 actually might not be true we don't want to insult any of the fifth graders listening right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no the military yeah there's a lot of dumb people in there yeah so then we get teen sexy time because after you witness that of course you're gonna want to have sex oh and you're gonna want to talk about it too Oh yeah julie won't shut up about it and it's really turning kurt off which i don't blame him because it's weird it's a red flag yeah no no, 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 I'm sorry. You want to get into that stuff? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe she watched Necromantic too many times. <laughs> I don't know. That's not cool, though. No. And then his dad comes home and his dad's like, well, we're getting relocated because of that debacle that occurred earlier. And um, Kurt's like, I'm not going. I'm going to stay here with my girlfriend, just like any rebellious teen would, because he's going to be a drummer in a band and they're gonna they're just gonna go to seattle 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 get it the 90s seattle i'm i remember (laughs) i remember seattle i remember the 90s Uh, so they do they take off they get on kurt's motorcycle and they start just they're free now and they're just riding down the, the the road having a having a good time being free but Julie's just gotta be just handsy on a motorcycle, grabbing his crotch. Just and he even gives her a warning, like, uh, you gotta stop doing this. Like, I'm trying to drive a motorcycle. She just won't stop. So then he almost crashes into a truck, ends up hitting the guardrail. She flies off the motorcycle and hits a telephone pole. I like what you had to say about it. I was like, thank God. <laughs> I was like, oh. I didn't read any of the descriptions for this movie. <laughs> so she just died. And I was like, whoa, what? Dodged a bullet there. She was getting real annoying. And I was like, oh, like I, it, it took me like one second, like a good one Mississippi. And I totally pieced it together. I'm like, oh, she's going to become a zombie. Oh, no. <laughs> you also brought up Hereditary. Yeah. And then I just wanted to watch Hereditary. <laughs> Way better movie. <laughs> Also, this whole thing, huge red flag. Don't be grabbing his crotch on the motorcycle. No. And given what you had witnessed earlier, I don't understand the conclusion of, well, I'll take her to the military base, gas her, and bring her back. She'll be fine. She'll be perfectly fine. He saw what happened in there. Yeah. It was not fine. There was nothing fine about what happened in that room. And they saw it. It all went wrong. Yes. Like everything went wrong. Like it could have been one thing if they had seen the experiment done successfully, left, and then everything went downhill. Or saw it done on maybe, you know, a newer, newer dead body. A fresher corpse. Yes. And they retain more memory. 
Yeah. And like, oh, okay. There's nothing to base any of this on other than this movie needs to happen. And this is the story that they came up with. Mm -hmm. It's a little flimsy. I'm just going to say it. A little. It's a lot flimsy. Okay. (laughs) But then this part where they go back, he takes her to the base and he gets stopped at the, by the guard to go in. And the guard's like, oh, oh, you're back. Okay, come on in. And he just has dead Julie. <laughs> just flopped. Flopped. Just arms dangling. Weakened dead. at Bernie's. That's <laughs> why he didn't like move her arm. Hi, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring up a quote here quick because I think this is the funniest part in the movie. Okay, and I took a screenshot because I wanted to tell you about it, and I did earlier, because this had been on Shudder, then it wasn't, and just in time for us to do this, it came back on Shudder a few days ago, and they have this to say about it in their post. In a world of Brian Usna classics, one masterpiece is often overlooked. The underdog of zombie horror comedy, Return of the Living Dead 3, is now streaming on Shudder. This is not a comedy. (laughs) Yeah, it is not a comedy. I don't understand where this the other two horror comedies, by all means. This one never tries to play anything comedic, I don't think. Mm-hmm. If it does, I'm missing it. I didn't get any jokes. This was a joke. We unintentional. Laughed. And I, th- I thought I might have broke a blood vessel in my brain <laughs> from laughing so hard. <laughs> also, I don't agree with anything that they put in there other than streaming on shutter <laughs> overlooked Over, yeah i don't know about that but anyway uh yeah so the trioxin works and julie comes back she's instantly horny for some reason because I mean, it's like your default setting <laughs> maybe um she claims to be numb and that her neck hurts all at once so conflicting yes bad writing um ooh. Yeah, we do have loose barrel zombie at this point. Mm-hmm. Just because. Yeah, because he let it out when he resurrected. Oh, that's Julie. right. Yeah, because he had to pop the top. Because mm-hmm. he didn't have a hose. That's right. Um, This, this zombie is okay. Yeah. Too gimmicky. I agree. It came out as ow. And it was laughing. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a haunted house. Me. I'm an attraction. Look at me. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> It definitely looked a lot cooler when it, like, ripped its head off of its chest. Yeah. It had, like, that two-faced thing going on. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that was kind of fun. Um, but, yeah, Kurt explains to Julie that she did die in a motorcycle accident. And um, she doesn't seem as into being dead anymore. Yeah, that was kind of surprising. I thought that she would have been, like, totally on board. Yeah, she definitely does a 180. And it's just like, what? No, this is not cool. Yeah. I don't like how I feel. I don't like this. And um, I don't really like how she has her faculties together. I feel they they try to explain it away later. And it doesn't work for me because gener- the, they've established that if you breathe in the gas, you will turn. Right. You just slowly become sick. And over time... You just die and then become a zombie. Mm-hmm. If you're exposed to it when you're dead, you just become a brain's craving zombie. Right. That's it. 
So they're playing very fast and loose with the already established lore here. And I guess because movie, they had to do it, right? Yeah. And it's stupid. I mean, I feel this could could have worked if you had just not done Trioxin. Yeah. And this could have worked as a movie on its own where we don't know the rules. Yeah. Called Zombie Girlfriend. Zombie Girlfriend. My girlfriend's horny to be dead. Until she isn't. Because she is dead. <laughs> Typical woman. Ah. She can't make keep her mind straight and she's always changing it. She's dead and she's still nagging at me. <laughs> Women. I gotta go fishing. <laughs> this is getting to be too much. <laughs> I either gotta go fishing or I gotta punch a wall. <laughs> I don't know how to process feelings. My dad never played catch with me. <laughs> I wish my dad had done a podcast with me. Talk about cars and tackle, football. Screwdriver. Beer. Muffler. Smelly sock on a lamp. <laughs> Readers. Avoiding child support. <laughs> okay, well, that hit a little cl- too close to home there. Um, I'm not paying Brennan's child support, by the way. <laughs> Good one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so they get into a conflict with the loose barrel zombie. A guard kind of hears what's going on, decides to investigate. He takes the same corner from different angles a couple times. Finally gets there. Um, he's like, what are you doing here? Oh, no. He gets he gets bit. But I'm guessing that the military gets everything under control. Julie and Kurt obviously escape. But the thing is, the military is not stupid. So they have cameras. And they easily see that they've been mucking about in there. Not good. This is definitely not good for his dad. No. I'm surprised they didn't say, instead of Oklahoma, you're going to Alaska, like that trope of, we're just going to send you to the place nobody wants to go to. Yeah. Or you're just going to be discharged. Like, this is too far. I feel he knows too much. They should have just put a bullet in his head. And it was a lapse in security. That was totally his fault. Right. Complete lapse of security. Yeah. Nobody had the time travel to give him that card key either. Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. So in case you this is also where if you were having any problems with the logic of this movie, they just have a scientist lady just kind of explain it away. So you can just shut your critical movie thinking hole. It's because she's in love with him. They have a special bond and that bond must be preventing her from turning fully. That did not work in the first movie. It didn't work in the second movie. I don't understand why it's working in this one. Their bond is special. Do you? Dad, do you know where they want to live? How much time was it that they said that they had spent there? Was it six weeks or six months? It wasn't very long. Yeah. Not long enough. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Not How much enough. do they remember? Right. It was probably just a whole lot of partying. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Bad music. Sex with creepy talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know what? Partying, that's a good thing to bring up because nobody... In this movie parties. There's zero partying. No fun allowed. No fun. These are two straight edge teens. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even like a bowl of the devil's lettuce or anything hanging nope. out in his room. Nothing. Nothing. Zero indicators that they did anything other than good, clean Christian fun. They practice sobriety. 
That's right. And flannel. Not abstinence. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that's a good point. Ooh, more on that later. (laughs) 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 But uh, of course, Julie is getting hungry. And um, they're driving around in a town where nobody exists. There's literally nobody in the city. I'm pretty sure it's Los Angeles that this is supposed to be taking place in. Or at least that's kind of where it looks like it was filmed. And these streets are dead. There's mm-hmm. nobody around. Yeah. Looks like they shot at like 4 a.m. Or in an abandoned city. I'm not sure. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Maybe it was a set somewhere and they kept driving around the same block. <laughs> I want to put it past them. Not sure. I mean, I get it. Budget, whatever. But it does not feel like this place is lived in. No. At least in the second one. Because the first one's very isolated. Mm-hmm. To a very limited like two three locations it's like your medical stuff building um the funeral home and the cemetery that was it the second one gets out a little bit more but they also drop a line in the second one about how the town was abandoned or uh evacuated and they just weren't privy to it being evacuated Mm. it's just a dumb thing that they bring up which is fine like whatever this no real excuse other than budget, I'm guessing. Um, they talk about stopping somewhere, but Kurt's like, no, it's too busy and there's people there, but she's just so hungry. I'm assuming that's where they go. It's not really said because he wants to go somewhere where there isn't people. Yeah. So then we cut to the convenience store. There's a quartet of Mexican-Americans there. I believe that's probably the most appropriate thing to say. Yeah, pretty much. Way to describe them. Um. They feel very stereotyped to some degree. Um, they're like city Mexican-Americans. They're going to be a little rough around the edges. But when we meet them, they've been hanging out, playing the one video game for hours. Hours. Just this random store glued to it. Because it's three men and a, and a lady, mm-hmm. and she's complaining that yeah. they've been there forever. Yeah. They don't seem to be drinking. Nope. They don't seem to be on drugs. Nope. Not doing anything wrong. The the guy running the store does not seem to have a problem with them being there. They're giving him money, loading some quarters, I'm sure. They're not causing any trouble no. at the time. Until, oh, here comes Kurt and his crazy undead girlfriend, who she just proceeds to start eating all the hostess snacks. Red like flag. A, like a ravenous pothead. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the one guy... The main guy of this group is his name's Santos, and he kind of he gives Kurt some crap. Yeah, this kind of does funny. Kick, it, kick it off, but he's just kind of more making fun of him, like, "Oh, what's wrong with your girlfriend?" Or yeah, whatever. he's not really being that much of an a hole at this point. But Kurt kind of like snaps on him, and that's what causes this whole situation. The whole movie. Yes, it really does kind of kick off this confrontation big time because they kind of get into a fight. His friends obviously are going to stick up for him and they're not really going to like let some weirdo like they probably think that this girl's on drugs. Yeah, because she's acting super weird, doesn't look healthy. And, you know, the the owner's like, hey, like you guys got to stop this. And he pulls out a gun. To just try to stop the fighting from happening. He doesn't want any trouble in his store. Mm-hmm. And when you know it, 
our quartet of, you know, just previously innocent people have to now do crime before they leave. One guy sneaks behind the counter, steals a bunch of money. The owner sees it. He gets mad. He tells him to put the money back. Santos gets in a tuffle with the owner. Meanwhile, Julie and Kurt are just hanging out by the door. They didn't just leave. That's your opportunity. Just GTFO. Yeah, you're on the run. Military's looking for you. Go. Yeah. Leave. You're you're already causing, you're getting too much attention. Odds are the police are going to be involved. But, oh, through the struggle, whether, who knows how it actually happens. It's not shown, but the owner gets shot in the stomach. And I was mad. I was too. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah. He just wanted everybody to get the hell out of his store. Innocent, hardworking man. Just a small business owner trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. In a city with no people in it other than... Video game addicted criminals? And weird white couple. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody else kind of takes off. And Julie and Kurt, or Kurt anyway, decides like, well, I got to do the right thing here. This guy's going to bleed out. I got to take him to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so they load him up in his van because he's got a van. Because, oh, yeah, the, they shot and kicked over his water. <laughs> that was funny. That was great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they're driving to the hospital and, you know, this obviously isn't going to work out good because they're being chased by the cops and the cops are shooting at him because they assume that like, this is, you know, the, why they are supposed to be at the store. It's not really, how do they know what's happening? It doesn't matter. They're cops. It doesn't, they don't need to know. Yeah. They're like, I don't know. Crime and happening. <laughs> I saw some Mexican Americans, Asian guy. Let's start shooting. They actually shoot him because he doesn't want to be in the van anymore. And he opens the back door and they just shoot him. Poor guy. So they shoot him in the head. He falls over. Julie starts eating his brains. They like park somewhere and the dumb cops just totally don't see him. Just off to the side, even though they're right behind him. But um, then he's like, Julie, why, why are you doing this? Also, red flag. <laughs> like at this point like it's a lost cause yeah an innocent man has died because of your actions and your zombie girlfriend is eating his brains oh she also bit one of those guys too yeah at the that's right store. Yeah. we can't forget that because that's going to come in the play that's the other obviously. half of the plot later yes so i mean it's probably a good thing nobody actually makes it to a hospital in this movie <laughs> right because that's how you end up with an outbreak and i mean two budgetary reasons or whatever at least they don't end up with an outbreak because yeah. everybody just kind of doesn't go very far. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then eventually the cops end up finding the van and they come up to the van and the store owner guy comes out. He's a zombie now. He's a cool and, looking zombie. Yeah, because he's kind of like missing the top of his head. And it's, it's kind of fun how they cut between like this prop guy jiggling on a stick and actual dude. Yeah, it was done really well. Yeah, it's it's interspersed, and it, you know he just attacks cops. But um, yeah, the military ends up showing up and hand, containing this situation here, and that's when everybody, the the quartet from earlier, Santos and his buddies, they drive by and they're like, "Oh man, what's going on here?" And they figure it has something to do with the whites. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Ah, you know what?" Really pissed at them. We're going to get back at them. Yeah, we're going to find them. Yep. Also because their friend, too, is totally 
getting infected. Yeah. He's just sweating in the back. It's like, turning... and they don't even know for a while that he was even bit. Like yeah. nobody even mentions anything for the longest time. Ugh, whatever. Um, but I like when the, the, the military's there talking and they're like, yeah, hmm, I wonder where they could have gone. And then you see the manhole cover jiggle. Like, come on. They were already down there. Yeah. They already escaped. And you can just show that manhole cover and we'll get the camera pans to it. And then because it, it just cuts to them in some type of sewer underground facility. Somehow they just end up probably far away at this point in the movie. Yeah. It's kind of a weird whatever, just go with it type of thing. But they're kind of underground and Julie's still not really cool with any of this because she's not feeling well. And Kurt's really just kind of pushing the matter of you're going to be okay. We'll, we'll just get through this. We'll go to Seattle. His best bet really is maybe the military can handle it. Yeah, for real. I'm sure they'd be really interested in what's happening here. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, yeah, that one scientist lady who's like clearly the evil one. Yeah. But never really evil enough in the movie. She'd probably like have some plans. But other than that, I don't know. I still think that's like his best bet. But they decide, you know, they're, you know, she's kind of like getting in the self-harm thing here to keep the hunger away, like poking herself with needles and stuff. And she does the right thing and blames Kurt. (laughs) Yeah. And they get into a fight and then she runs off and he ends up finding her. They're kind of like, I don't know. It's like all the, the rain river runoff thing, canal, whatever it is in Los Angeles. Forgive me dongles for not knowing what it is. It's where they had the car race in Greece. We don't have any of those in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's very foreign. It is. Because we have actual rivers and stuff all over the place. We don't have this river in air quotes. That's yeah. Ours are 24-7. Concrete. We don't have to have anything like that. So, yeah, I'm just, I just always think it's like sewage. I don't know. I would drive cars in them in like GTA. Yeah. Did a lot of too. that. Like I said, the, the, the race in Greece. Yeah. Fun for that stuff. Also for trying to kill yourself. Apparently, because Julie decides to just jump off of there. But thankfully, she's okay because on her way down, the fall turns her into a dummy. (laughs) Which is one of my favorite things. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Then just gets like carried away down the river. And um, the quartet shows up down there in their car. And they're like, hey, it's like that guy. Yeah. Because they earlier. Like, screw that guy. They were like, oh, we got to find them and get revenge. They're like, where would they be? And they just like perfectly brainstormed that they would be at the river. Because why not? Because, yeah. Because they got to get there somehow. They got to figure it out. They have no other reason to go there. <laughs> yeah. This is also where we have the river man. Best character in the movie. River man. He ends up uh, following Kurt and. They find Julie, who is somehow unconscious. Doesn't make sense. Don't you think she'd just be zombie the whole time? Isn't that the point of like, I'm a zombie. That's kind of how this movie's been working. Like, all of this is terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and she's she's really starting to not handle any of this well. Like, she doesn't look good. It's all kind of giving me, like, Elliot finding E.T. in the the drainage (laughs) fight. she's pale and just yeah. awful looking um she like spit up a bunch of gross 
sewage water or whatever. L.A. water. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they all end up, uh, Riverman, he takes them into uh, the storm drain. And um, the the quartet decides to go in there after him because they see them going there. And uh, we get some blah 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 military talk. They're going to go after, they're going to somehow figure out where they went to. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the Riverman's home. Pretty cool. Yeah, he lives in this like pump station that's totally decked out with all his stuff. He seems to be, he's got electricity down there. I was kind of worried when he was like clearly hooking up like a car battery or something. Yeah. I was like, man, it's really damp in there. I really hope this guy doesn't like electrocute himself because that would be terrible. But he knew what he was doing. Yeah, I suppose. Um, Riverman, like, although he's welcomed these people in, he just really wants to know, like, hey, what is happening here? Yeah. And he's not getting straight answers at all from Kurt. Kurt's just like, oh, I don't know, Seattle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be in a band. Yeah. But Riverman's like, you know what? We all have something like that inside of us. And, you know, when when you have that drive, you really just have to follow through with it and you'll achieve your dreams. This man. <laughs> it's profound. Profound. Yeah. And he's the magic black man trope in a lot of ways <laughs> because he's just got all the best advice. You know, and he's he's a man who's clearly suffered some type of trauma in his life. Probably definitely has some mental health issues. Yeah. Um, he's doing well for himself, but I think with a little hand up, I think Riverman could really definitely get it together and like get out there and help other people even. Yeah. Like he gives um Kurt some coin and he's like, Yeah, I helped you. Now take this coin. And you're going to give this coin to somebody someday when you help them. And, you know, like a pay it forward type of thing. Right. And Kurt's like, yeah, okay, I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> um, Then for whatever reason, Kurt's like, yeah, I'm going to totally make out with Julie now. On this homeless guy's... In this homeless guy's stinky house. I'm, I'm assuming yeah. it's stinky. Maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Seems it's going to be stinky. Yeah, it's stinky. <laughs> but julie has to like put a piece of glass through her hand to just deal with life yeah <laughs> and not eat her boyfriend yeah and she's like bleeding on him and stuff and they're still getting it on and i'm like i would have noticed i don't know how many states but i'm pretty sure this is illegal in most states she's she was referred to as being very cold multiple times yeah does not seem enjoyable again red flag yeah and like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Time up, buddy. Let's reevaluate. What are we fighting for here? Right. Like, you're, if you, if you move to Seattle, there are going to be like hundreds of her. <laughs> like, that's all that was happening there. <laughs> hey, do you want to watch Necromantic and make out? No, I do not. I do not. No, no. Because I got a feeling Julie probably said that at some point in time. She probably did. They yeah. did that. I, I, uh, they, yeah. They did it yeah. on a weird, grainy VHS. They totally did it. Mm-hmm. Ick. You know all of it gross. Dongles, that's a red flag. I'm sorry. <laughs> Abort mission. Yeah. And, and Julie knows too at this point that there's no real going back. She knows, like, it's, she, they can't go to Seattle and just be normal. Mm-hmm. She's getting it. She just kind of sneaks off because Kurt's snoozing too. And she just goes ham on the body modification here for all those teenage boys watching. 
Hey, you want to be edgy and cool? Want to see some self-mutilation? Oh, yeah. Aren't girls who hurt themselves cool? Yeah, you like that, don't you? Yeah, then we got, like, the military and the quartet all in the tubes working their way to Riverman's house. All those tubes shot at <laughs> shot the same angle for each little part. Just looks identical. That could have been another case of we're going to reuse this. I think they might have actually had some tubes. These aren't. I don't think these are fake tubes. No, Maybe. I think they're real tubes. Yeah. Yeah. Just like reusing the same tube, different angles. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. I get yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Probably filmed in Canada. <laughs> I say that like it's a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? I don't care. Um, the quartet ends up getting there first, and Kurt ends up getting into a fight only after he hears Riverman get attacked because Riverman was taking watch outside and fell asleep. Yeah. And this is not good. No. Nope. I don't like any of this. No. Because, like, Kurt comes out and, like, he starts messing people up with a board, which is kind of fun. It it's is. It's kind of a little bit awkward fight, but it, it's good to see some initiative taken here. <laughs> um, this is also when we get uh, the big reveal of Julie. And Santos instantly into it. Dude is like, oh, yeah, I don't think you have rabies after all. So we're just going to go in here and get busy. Because that's exactly what you would do. Mm-hmm. What a completely logical thing. Yeah. Not happen. like your friend is dying over there. Or, because she bit him. Yeah. And also, how old is she? Hmm? Oh, good point. I mean, clearly like 23. I mean, five. Yeah. But <laughs> her character, though, they never really established their ages. No, they don't. They're, I mean, I guess the, the son isn't old enough to just straight up move out. There's no like, well. I'm 18, so I can do what I want. You can't control me like I do to you. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. All the time. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Then you call me old man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so as this is all happening, um, more scuffle. Riverman gets shot. I'm instantly not happy. Um, they're, They're one pal who got bit. He ends up turning. It's a very small area for all this to be happening at once. It is. And it, it's pretty, this this whole bit here has just been chaos, actually. Yeah, and it goes on for a while, too. Yeah, except for the Santos, like, pausing everything to be like, hey, totally going to bang this chick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Julie ends up coming out with Santos, like, dragging him out. Um, not decapitated, but she's, like, gotten pretty far pulling his head with his spine out of his body. Like Predator style. Yeah. And just kind of drops him. Um, so this, the guy who turned, he ends up biting their lady friend. Um, Santos is now turned into a zombie. And uh, Julie, Kurt, and Riverman put themselves into Riverman's room and start boarding up the door because... Got to have that in a zombie. Yeah, there's just all these boards laying around, all these nails, just ready to go. Because you can just nail it in the concrete or this metal door or whatever Mm -hmm. is going on here. It doesn't matter. They're giving you what you want, Brennan. For all the people who are complaining this isn't a zombie movie, they're giving you the zombie stuff right here. Boards and arms coming through boards. (laughs) That'll shut them up. I think they were just trying to get enough points like in Call of Duty Zombies. Building the door. (laughs) Gotta buy the next one. Um, yeah, then you got, like, Santos poking his head through the gap, and it gets clobbered off. 
they got this plan. Uh, they bust a pipe and blow some steam on the zombies out there, which is pretty fun because it's like melting their faces and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, now we're getting into some actual fun stuff here. I mean, it feels like there's kind of like a threat and stakes finally where before everything just kind of happened and then you just run away. Yeah. Problem still is though, is that I don't like Julie still. So I can't really root for anybody except for Riverman. I only feel bad for Julie in that she didn't ask for this. Yeah. Even though that might've been like her fantasy or whatever, but she's clearly like not into it. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like being dead, Mm -hmm. but yes, Riverman. The only person I want to see get out of this unharmed, but he's already shot. Not looking good. No. And um, of course, Kurt's like, no, River Man, you take my zombified girlfriend. I can't possibly do it. I wonder what's going to happen. I'll defend your weird pump house home as you escape through a convenient back way out of here. And thank you for carrying my girlfriend with your shot leg. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that that's going to go exactly how you figure it will go. Um, the dad ends up saving Kurt because they show up with their gun. And when you see it kind of in action where they have a team working on it, mm-hmm. it kind of makes more sense than yeah. the bumbling operation they had in the lab. But, you know, he's using the gun to, like, freeze Santos's chums that are all melty and fun. And that's it for them. Now that he's saved, Kurt finally gets it, it seems, you know? Yeah. He's just shaken up by it because when he had seen, like, that Julie had um, attacked Riverman, he ended up, like, hitting her with a rock or whatever and felt really bad about it. But then he kind of, like, seems to understand, like, she's just not even, like, a person at this point. She's basically turning into an animal. Yeah, she gets hit, and of course she does the, like, turns all, like, human again. Well, because, I mean, the pain and stuff. Yeah, I know, but for movie. Right. But it doesn't really work on him. No. He's just kind of like, oh, man, what did I do? Type of thing. Um, But yeah, she gets she ends up getting one of those freeze bullets, too. I was like, oh, the movie's over. Yep. And we're at the lab and in in the office, which, you know, the dad's cleaning out his office, stuffs in boxes and stuff and the dad like has a moment and he's like you know what like i'm really sorry about the way i handled like your dead mom Mm -hmm. and doesn't doesn't say whether or not they experimented on her (laughs) (laughs) but i'm assuming that was previous it's just me thinking about it um but yeah i i think the dad's like really sincere and the whole time like isn't it weird that normally you wouldn't root for the the military dad in any of this so rooting for him the whole time whole time yeah because he just wants to protect his son i don't and, want... and the world literally he, he understands the threat yeah and now he he also has like personal stakes in it too so i mean and for him to just finally be like well you know what i'm i'm not just shitty military dad and i should be more open with you. Let's spend a couple weeks before I get reassigned or go to our ne- my next location. And we'll just really work on all of this. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> and he really does try to make amends. And it, it seems really cool. And then they just let Kurt wander through the labs. <laughs> and he watches 
weird experiments happening. Like you got Santos and his friends like caged up. And like one guy's like, they're like putting a, like a erector set on his leg so he can walk around or whatever. And Julie's all in a cage too, wearing the Zardoz outfit. They just had to just cowering in the, in the corner, like a, like a sad animal. She should be a full zombie. She should be just mindless ghoul at this point. Absolutely. She's been separated from Kurt. If that's what makes makes it all work out. She was already going crazy, like going real crazy. She was already well um, over the Then end. she was shot with a freeze bullet. Mm-hmm. Like she should totally be a zombie. Right. But she's just whimpering and cowering and Kurt's just like, hmm. Yeah, I haven't learned my lesson after all. Yeah. Let me just take her out and man, we've got also uh Riverman in the exoskeleton. He's being put into that, which Looks is pretty super cool. cool. Man, so I remember reading about this too when the when the movie came out and it's in IMDb trivia too. And I I'm not sure what the weight is. IMDb says 75 pounds. Dang. That he had to lug around. And he's basically naked in that thing. Yeah. So, wow. That's, it looks pretty cool though. It does. I do like the apparatus that they have on the back where it's like a, it's like a lever. Mm -hmm. When they pull it down, it locks everything so they can't move. Yeah. That was super cool. Yeah. Cause he ends up kind of like getting loose and every, everything just kind of, everything just kind of turns into chaos. Mm -hmm. One gets loose with no intervention. Yeah. They just rattle around in a cage and just breaks the door open. Barrels of trioxid just fall over. Yep. Zombies <laughs> just come out of those barrels for no reason. <laughs> but you know what? It's okay. Cause this is like, I don't want to give the movie credit and say this is an apology for everything that happened earlier, but this is like, this movie is very much beginning fun, ending fun, everything in between just irritating. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And, you know, so we're at the fun, all the zombies getting loose in this military complex. And it's pretty fun. There's some fun zombies coming out of barrels all slimy. And that one from earlier that split its head out or whatever, that's mucking about. Mm -hmm. They're all just kind of doing their thing, biting military guys left and right, attacking scientists. Everything you could ever want. It's what you want the whole time. Absolutely. So, I'll get, yeah, I mean, at least this is like some payoff. Yeah. For what's happening here. But, you know, also, I don't think that they could. I don't think they could get out unless somebody willingly got out who was bit. Because, you know, all these like uh, doors are locking and everything. And um, Kirk gives Riverman the coin and Riverman remembers the coin. And Kurt's like, yeah, just open the door for us. So he does just so they can escape. What more do you want this man to give? Even after he's died, he's still doing things for you. What have you done for him? That's not how that coin is supposed to work. Yeah, that too. You don't give the coin to somebody to have them do a thing for you. The whites. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of what happens there. I don't understand any of this. Do something for me, black man. Here's that's, money. That's how it feels. I just, I don't know. I don't like this part. It's, it really just upsets me because you know what? And it's and the racial stuff aside, joking, you know, all that aside. Yeah, you're right. What more does this man have to give? 
He died for you because yeah. of you. To help you. Yeah. And he gets tortured like this, and this is how you repay him? Hey, remember that coin? Remember when you were alive? But you missed that. Yeah. Do a good deed when literally he did nothing. He was supposed to give that coin to somebody else to pass it on after they do a good deed. He just wanted a good deed to get spread. Yeah. Ugh, so dumb. But he was pretty cool in that exoskeleton. Super And cool. it's cool because you get to see how it works, too. Mm-hmm. Where it'll keep them together if parts of them get blasted away. It's so awesome. Yeah. Like, there's just, like... Uh, like he's missing like a chunk of leg a chunk of arm and he's still going in this thing it's great yeah more of that the movie should have had more of that that should have been like the whole movie yeah oh no now we have militarized unstoppable zombies out there talk about a threat i liked in the walking dead when they had that one zombie that was just covered in nails it's like the junk the the heapsters had. oh yeah and they like put stuff on its head so they couldn't kill it yeah Reacatified them <laughs> through rake in there. <laughs> they didn't do enough with that. Just no, say. they didn't. They didn't. Um, yeah. Um, boy, I guess like during all this chaos and everything, um, Kurt ends up getting bit. So he's just like, thank God. But at least he understands like there's no getting out of here. Mm-hmm. I can't leave because I think he thought he might be able to still help Julie, but now that he's gonna turn. He's probably like, well, clearly I have no willpower. <laughs> I'll, yeah, he, he knows he's going to be a dumb zombie. <laughs> and, um, oh, man, I feel bad for the guy who plays his dad because there's this whole part where he's like trying to keep the door open. He's calling out to him, but it's just like the way everything's filmed and he probably like didn't get a good take on it. And his line just comes out really flat. Yeah. And he's just like, no, no, wait, that was, wait, wait, that was, that was for real. That, that wasn't the practice. Yeah. We're moving on to the next shot. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, Kurt takes Julie and they go to the cremation area that they saw earlier when they were sneaking around and they decide to cremate them each other same time which i don't understand how this is working because they're just kind of hanging out and there's fire behind them they're like standing fire in front of them some i'm not really sure he does turn off that vent though (laughs) yeah he does turn the filter i don't i'm assuming that's turning the filter on the bio filter or whatever so like their remains don't go into the atmosphere and have it rain and create more zombies (laughs) like it does in the other movies so that's good at least i guess but this is no burn the flame moment no i had that thought too i was like oh they better not play like burn the flame in there oh are you kidding me they didn't have any budget for that no yeah oh man such a better scene yeah the guy's like no i i have to kill myself and i'll just cremate myself poor decision craziness but also at the same time, like when you're watching that, like you kind of get it. This they're just hanging out in fire. Mm-hmm. They're just a fire projection in the background. Somebody kind of like held up a couple lighters in front of the camera. And that was it. End of movie. We made it. Dongo, the review that took three years <laughs> to get here. <laughs> there you have it, Dongles. Ugh. Well, Brennan, what do you, you think of this movie? 
I liked it less than the first one. That says a lot because you still say you don't like the first one. That actually really doesn't say a lot because the first one I still think has like a lot of redeeming qualities. This one, its redeeming qualities are the practical effects. That's it. Which don't seem like they're going to be great at first. No, they don't. Because that first barrel zombie, while fun, kind of hokey. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to blame a lot of that on just not not being lit very decent. Mm. It's not really lit in a way that like yeah. makes it look cool. It's also not shot well. No. Nothing is shot well in this movie, no. really. The camera work is like confounding at times. And I don't also don't think that the music helps either. Oh, this sounds like a just a bad TV show score. Sounds like something I could get for free. It sounds like something that would be on the television show Monsters. Mm, yeah. Just a bad anthology show where like, you know, they don't have a budget and it just doesn't doesn't land right. Just it just it feels like it's more intrusive than anything where I'm like anytime it would kind of kick in, I'd be like, ugh. Anytime yeah. there's a military guy, I just played the most basic like snare drum, do 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 do, like every time. <laughs> that was annoying. It, that's just a, that's just a man on a synthesizer. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Do 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 do. You know what it is. Okay. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add about this before we move on? No. <laughs> no. Yoink. Okay. Um. So Brennan, um, you're movie rating by saying the word movie and would you recommend the movie and you know i would recommend it because it is like the shutter post said funny (laughs) it is it is entertaining uh i think it's not paced very well kind of drags and it's surprising how unlikable the characters are like i don't like julia at all but what makes up for it is just how cheesy and poorly done a lot of things are. But then you get, like, amazing practical effects. So it's like a best of both worlds in a way. Yeah, but sometimes those effects aren't lit well. True. But at least I get to see how cool they look in their entirety because they're lit poorly. A lot of quick cuts, too. and Yeah. Around that. I mean, I get it, too. I think there's, there's like, multiple effects teams that worked on this Mm. because of scheduling and whatever, but... So there's probably a whole lot of different hands at work. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was, it was pretty fun, though, as mm-hmm. far as those effects go. Can't really fault it for that. Um, so I might as well just go now. This movie, I, d- I just, I don't know how many times I've watched this movie just wanting it to be better. And I have to come to the conclusion that it's just not good. It's mm. just not good. It's never been good. And I've never liked it. I just have to admit that, you know, yeah, and I, and it feels good to admit it uh-huh. instead of just keep trying for it to be good, I guess, because it doesn't make sense. And I think that the bits that are fun, like the zombie stuff, I feel it's just like too little too late, man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's fun and all. And it's, it's kind of what we wanted. But there's never really enough tension the the conflict with the four people is not that tense yeah i never feel like they're really a threat ever and i don't know it's just i don't i do i recommend it though i'm gonna say no Mm, interesting watch zombie bits go watch clips on youtube i'm sure they're on there that's a good idea just watch that 
the the rest of the story I don't care about. Um, if Julia's your thing, the sexy wise, great. I don't know if I just I'm over it. <laughs> I've been over it for I don't know almost twenty years now. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, cause I am that target demographic right now. You are. I am right now. I don't get it. That just, that's gross. It is gross. I mean, it's, it's (laughs) like if it was done well, I think it'd be pretty cool. I just think it comes off really cheesy and like really edgy. I think it's gross in the sense that, um, it's a weird, it's not so much body modification. Like I described it earlier. It is a lot more self harm. Mm-hmm. and kind of fetishizing it yeah and that's that's weird mm-hmm. i agree the end result you gotta understand like i saw the end result mm-hmm. first and the end result i go well that's different you know that's fun or whatever it was something different because there really wasn't anything like that before i mean aside from say centibytes mm. and you know i don't ever look at a centibyte and go oh yeah <laughs> That's sexy. <laughs> that does not happen. No. Don't write in to the corrupted pod. <laughs> I don't want to hear your feedback on that. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably a lot of people out there with very strong opinions about this. Mm. I, I, I have a feeling that there's a lot of people who like this movie. A lot. There's got to be. I didn't even look at what the score is on IMDb. Let's check it out quick. Oh, it's a 5.9. Like I was saying, there there are people that gave it five stars on Letterbox. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know the credibility to that, but I think maybe if you just think about all the cool parts. But when I reflect on this, and when I ever have, I don't think of the cool parts. I think of the dragged out, boring stuff. I remember not liking Julie very much. She and... also doesn't look like that for very long. She looks like that for ten minutes. Yeah, they play it up like it's such a big deal. Yeah, and it's not. She should have still looked like that in the lab. Well, they removed all the sharp bits from her because because obviously, yeah, just lame that they did. Well, I mean, I'm kind of glad they did because looked bad, cheesy. Yeah, and I'm not gonna fault like I don't know the acting really wasn't that terrible in it either though. I mean, they just had to deliver bad lines, really bad lines. Some of it was like very cringe. Yeah, and you know, I think like. she did a good job going through the transformation and stuff like that and had to do a lot of lucky stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kurt still had sex with a corpse. Mm-hmm. They didn't show it, but totally did it. And he got that yucky L.A. water mouth. He kissed that. Disgusting. Yeah. I think he was going to turn into a zombie either way. Yeah, let's... Ooh, oh my God. Think of the implications. What if he impregnated her? What if the fluid exchange... There's fluids exchanged totally, both ways. Totally, yeah. He totally... Man, that's a VD. Mm-hmm. He was going to turn no matter what. Yeah. Speaking of turning, I hear your stomach turning over there. I don't know why it's doing that. <laughs> I'm not even hungry. So, on that note, I got to get Brendan out of the dongle den here. <laughs> otherwise, uh, he's going to start stinking up the place. <laughs> so, um, send your stinky emails to... Corrupted, corrupted youth, youth pod at gmail.com well that was the most normal i think we've ever done it yeah um visit us in the dongle den um tell us how much you like this movie and that we're wrong and we'll just not agree with you <laughs> i'll just not read it <laughs> <laughs> um big thank you to our listeners the dongles that's you guys and our fellow podcasters that's also you guys that's right speaking of which we had 
a happy sixth anniversary from Pete and the gang at Good Beer, Bad Movie Aww. Night. And they're around the same time. They started around the same time we did. Mm. So happy sixth year to you happy guys. Happy sixth year. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I suggest anybody check them out. It's an excellent podcast where they will discuss a movie. They've got a great thing, the six-minute synopsis, where they have to give the entire rundown of the movie in six minutes. Jeez. Unless you're Pete, you go over all the time. <laughs> um, and then they also drink beer and discuss beer in a very smart, intelligent way. Huh. And it's a really fun one. They also have a sister podcast that has the exact same name out of Australia. So, I don't know. Either way, you're going to end up at a decent podcast. (laughs) Check them out. They're fun. I don't know that they reviewed all their beer like that. Talked about beer. Yeah, because you don't listen. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I don't... You'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, multi-notes? Great. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that does it for us. I got nothing more. So, um, hang in there, dongles. Bye. My dad had done a podcast with me. (laughs)